sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. Call 800-414-7272. That's 800-414-7272. 800-414-7272. Everlong Clemson offers independent living options like you've never seen before for adults 55 and older. Alleviate the burden of living at home with chef-prepared meals, transportation services, a fitness room, walking proximity to Patrick Square, and much more. No more cooking, cleaning, or upkeep of a traditional home. Luxury independent living that's all-inclusive with no long-term commitments. Now is your time to thrive with Everlawn. Call today for a free tour, 864-760-8968 and online at everlawnliving.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Walt Dip Tula Road Rage, we are back, and we are uh, privileged to be joined by my best friend, bestest friend, Morgan Thomas, bestest. for the remainder of the show. <laughs> and we're uh, and we actually go off at six forty today to make way for Morgan's favorite sport, softball. Morgan Thomas, how are you, Morgan? I'm doing well, Walt. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Oh, and thanks for telling me I'm your uh, telling everyone I'm your best friend again. Oh, did you hear all the good things I said about you the other day? I mean, after you said all those good things about me, I mean, what was I gotta say? Well, <laughs> you know, just, scratch your I'm back, scratch kidding. my back, kind of thing, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, but did I tell any lies? That uh, aren't you like softball first now? Oh yeah, you know, and softball. I'm, I'm now moved up to ten and under softball with my daughter. So I'm I'm, I'm excited about softball. Hard to be oh, not no. hard to not be excited oh, no, about Ramona, softball. God forbid I opened up the eight year old softball conversation. <laughs> the last thing on earth I wanted to start Morgan on. Uh, but oh, you moving up though? You're moving up. Yeah, no, no longer right. coaches pitch. Now it's kids pitch. So I got to watch the girls pitch to to the uh, batters. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, so your your plan to take over the softball world is is well underway. Yeah, well, you know, John Rittman's he's still number one out, out there. That game they had them. last night was amazing. All right, so give us the rundown, Morgan. I mean, you're as familiar with the softball team as I think anybody. So, uh, what are your expectations for this team this year? Obviously, a uh, great year last year. Um, Ended in a little bit of a disappointment, but you you played the best team in the country, and uh, and you competed as well as anyone else did against OU. Yeah, you know I don't want to talk about that last game of the season. My daughter and I were sitting on the couch, holding each other's hand, watching Valerie Cagle. We just said one pitch, one pitch. We just need one pitch, and then you know the worst thing possible happened. So I don't want to talk about it though. We're moving on. It's twenty twenty four. Um, the uh, Clemson is, is poised to be one of the best teams in the ACC. 
last year their biggest Achilles heel was really the elite games. They dominated in most of the um, you know average teams, so above average teams, and even you know some of the top twenty-five teams. They 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 handled them very well. But when they got into the top, I would say ten teams. You know the Florida States, the Dukes, the Virginia Techs, the the Oklahomas at the end, even Tennessee. That's where it was just. And I've said this to many of my friends, one half inning difference, whether it be Valerie Cagle running out of gas one half inning before the other pitcher or the other team just finding hits one half inning earlier than Clemson did, that seemed to be the difference. So can Clemson get over the hump? They've knocked on the door for the past couple of years, but can they get over it? Can they open the door and go walk through it? Um, You know, time will tell, but... One thing is for sure, I know everybody's excited about uh, Marina Knowles because, man, she got two home runs last night. Maddie Moore had a grand slam. Um, You know, that's the thing, protecting Valerie. Well, you and I have talked about it. Valerie can't do everything by herself. You know, she's the best player in the country by far, but this is her last year. There's pressure with that. There's expectations with that. You know, but but they can't can't be too hard on themselves. they got to play their game. And they got to help her, you know, whether it be in the lineup or whether it be on the field, they got to help her. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. And, you know, again, there, there was no, it was the way that the Oklahoma loss happened. But look, that was the best team. That, that was the best Oklahoma team. I'm convinced of that. And I, I just thought, the, I thought that team was invincible. And for Clemson to have been in the position they were in against Oklahoma was really unbelievable. And I think it shows you how far. The program has come in such an astonishingly short time. I mean, that's, I mean, this is a program that's just been born. I mean, they shouldn't be doing any of these things, in all honesty. Yeah, and it kind of goes back to just John Rittman being that, that yeah. really great coach Amazing. that understands the game better than, than most. I mean, he's got that, that pedigree from Stanford and, and, and up there with um, the Oklahoma coach and the Florida State coach. They all know each other. They've all learned from each other. Yeah. So John Rittman's truly one of the best. All right, Morgan, uh, let's let's start with some Super Bowl conversation. Maybe we'll get some college football conversation in here at some point. The first thought I have, Morgan, at uh, at 510 today is, oh, no, Morgan, what are you going to do? These teams both wear some sort of red. There's no blue to be found anywhere. <laughs> what did Detroit do? They, de- Detroit absolutely screwed my <laughs> my prediction here. Um, you know, and they and they were so far ahead. Well, I turned the TV off. I I, I was the Detroit Lions <laughs> fan. I thought they were going to win. I, I I walked away. I did something else, and so did the Lions. Yeah, uh, they made a fatal mistake, and the fatal mistake was not kicking a forty-five-yard field goal to go up three scores. You know, I I know that that's how Campbell played all year, and I get it. But you have to know game score and situation and understand the stakes involved and the stage that you're at. This is not a regular season game against Minnesota where you can flit around and do anything you want. This this is playing to get to the Super Bowl. And, you know, the Niners had that drive to start the second half that only resulted in a field goal, but it cut the lead to 14. The Lions immediately drove back down the field. You're halfway through the third quarter. You have a 14-point lead. You have a 45-yard field goal, which by NFL standards is a chip shot. And you don't take it, and you go on fourth and two, and you fail to convert. 
And that changed all the momentum of the game right there. You kick that field goal, you go up 17, that game is over. And Detroit is playing Kansas City in the Super Bowl in a rematch of an earlier season game that Detroit had won at Kansas City. Uh, but, yeah, that I thought that was a terrible mistake by Campbell, um, even, in, even in consideration with uh, the fact that, you know, the, the fourth down play was there, it was dropped. It, it doesn't matter. It's just it, it, it's the three-score thing that you needed. And, and these fourth down stops give teams all sorts of momentum. It's just a, it's like a special teams play. And I thought that's where right then where Detroit lost the game. And once the momentum changed, you know, we've seen this a million times in sports. It's hard to turn it around. And I, I thought that's where they gave that game away. Uh, you know, I, I'll be interested in the future to see if Campbell's in a similar situation, if he acts the same way. I, again, I think it served him well all regular season, but there's you have to know situational uh, sports. You have to know game score, when you have to depart from the analytics, even if it served you well a year and he failed. And because of it, Detroit is not in the Super Bowl, which is a shame. I mean, you know, that that city obviously had a little bit of a magic carpet ride in the playoffs. But can you imagine if Detroit had been in the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. I mean, after how many years? I mean, as, oh. as long as I've been alive, yeah. right? So nothing it would have been great uh, for me. Yeah, nothing for us from the blue side. Frustration going all the way back to uh, the drunken Bobby Lane, who provided the Lions the only uh, uh, championships in their uh, history, and that's that's a fact. Uh, Bobby Lane was a uh, was a confirmed uh, drunk. He played best drunk, and uh, and <laughs> he actually led the Lions uh, to uh, championships in that uh, in that in that state uh, allegedly. Um, all right, Morgan. So you don't have any blue. There's no. This is like the polar opposite of blue, Morgan. Uh, blue, cold, cool colors. All you have everywhere you look here, Morgan, is red. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. So that's why I fall back to being the uh, dad of a nine-year-old. So I'm a, I'm a Swifty all the way. You call me Swifty Mo. <laughs> Swifty Mo. Oh, my God. Uh, so, you're, so you're going from blue to bright red is what you're doing. Yeah, bright, bright red, Taylor Swift, lipstick red. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Taylor Swift, <laughs> lipstick red. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I hope you all lose. <laughs> 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 I hope you all lose. I hope all you Swifties uh, wind up disappointed. Cause I just, oh, you know what? I, you you don't you're you're a hater of love. Yeah, you hate I am. Love. I am. I am right now. I am because the last thing on earth I want to see is that post game celebration with her on the field. Because I anticipate that. Uh, uh, God forbid there's some sort of post game wedding uh, uh, proposal. Uh, let's just save us all from that. I mean, honestly, uh, what I'm hoping for is like War of the Worlds before then, and maybe there's some sort of divorce before the game, and we don't have to be subjected. I'm hoping that her flight gets canceled from Japan. Isn't that where she is? Japan or somewhere? Isn't she in Japan? Yeah, she. I think she's in Japan. I think oh. it's actually already Saturday for her. Oh, okay. Well, uh, hopefully... She's hopefully, a day ahead right now. Okay, well... We can only hope, we can only hope that somehow it all goes terribly wrong. All right, so so in other words, you you <laughs> seriously are picking the Chiefs, and uh, and I hope there's some other reason other than uh, her. 
Well, you know, it wouldn't be me if there was another reason. But I will tell you that at the beginning of the season, you know, I talked to you and you you gave me some advice. And one of your advice uh, was pick the 49ers. And so in my work pool that I have, I picked the 49ers to win. So I am actually in in it to win it here with the 49ers. Oh, how about that? However, however, <laughs> and by the way, Taylor Swift's favorite number is number 13 which is Brock Purdy's number. So, hey, coincidence? I think not. But I will tell you this. After that beatdown so of the Baltimore So there's a chance that the Niners win that she could dump Kelsey. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. I, but after the Baltimore beatdown. Brock Purdy doesn't have enough money. Yeah, no, yeah, he's still uh, he's sharing rent with some some scrub in yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, well, I said um, I said the guy with the most motivation in the game is actually Purdy because he needs the money. Yeah, he's he's gonna have uh, how healthy is ramen noodles before a football yeah. game? I actually said that the other day. I said he was on ramen noodles. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> he's you know he's only making nine hundred something thousand a year. I mean, by, I know, poor guy. Right by NFL standards, I mean, the winners in this game get one hundred and fifty-seven thousand. He needs the check. Home repairs. You know, I mean, why would I want somebody to be uh, down on their luck? Let's let's get him a win here, number thirteen. But again, after the Baltimore game, Walt, it's hard. It's hard for me. And knowing knowing Patrick Mahomes' record when he's the underdog, which I know the underdog is like, you know plus uh, one-and-a-half points right now, so it's not really. But did it just drop, after did they it beat down Baltimore, did it drop to one I, checked it, I checked it before the show on ESPN. It's got one-and-a-half, well, which I guess that's I know Caesars. It, I know it dropped to two across the board except for FanDuel, but I have not checked it today, so I'm, gonna, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to check that right now. Go ahead. Keep talking. Yeah, so I, I, you know, after the Baltimore holding them to ten points, it's, it's just going to be hard for me. Um, my gut is telling me that Patrick Mahomes, you know, and then you're you're out here tweeting about, you know, elite quarterbacks, and yep. so my gut is telling me, yeah, I get go it. with the elite quarterback. Yeah, it's uh, it's two across the board except for Fanduel. It was two and a half basically across the board, and it has it, it's dropped in the last twenty four hours to two. Uh, I'm thinking a lot of late Chiefs money uh, for that same reason. Yeah, again, you know, it's it's. Um, I, I did tweet about it. We've talked about it extensively. I mean, the entire history of this game is uh, favors the elite quarterbacks. All, the entire history. I mean, it has almost always been one. Again, the, 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 the game has changed so dramatically from the early years of the Super Bowl where it was a run-first football game and the game's evolved to a pass-first game. So the numbers have changed by these quarterbacks. You can't judge them in that way. But almost every quarterback who ever won this game was a great quarterback. And there are about 10 guys that fall more in the JAG category, that just-a-guy category. But, but about five of those guys had, were having career years in the years they won the Super Bowl. And so they weren't historically elite, but they were elite in the years of their Super Bowl. There's only a handful of guys that, uh, that just plain sucked who won Super Bowls, who just weren't, uh, who were just Jags, who won Super Bowls. And and almost every one of them played a quarterback as bad as them and or they played for a super elite defense. Um, so the entire, the entire arc 
and history of this game leans towards what what you're saying with Patrick Mahomes. And I think that for me, the MVP that won't be really named the MVP, Steve Spagnolo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good point because really Kansas City, a under Andy Reid, which has always been known as this explosive, high-flying offense, has not been that at all this year. This is a defensive football team, and and Spags has been the the real key. He has. He's, you know, he look what Baltimore had done. Baltimore, you know, from a statistical standpoint, uh, the Baltimore Ravens were the most dominant team in NFL history. They had they had beaten eleven teams with uh, playoff quality teams and beat their brains in all year long. And no one had found a way to deal with Lamar and his newfound wide receivers. Um, but Spags did. He went all out after him. He, he blitzed him right from the start of the game. And, of course, the Ravens fed into it with Monken. I, I, I still don't know why. Uh, I mean, I still don't know why they didn't run the ball, why they, they ran on first down only three times all game. They basically asked to lose, and Kansas City took it from them. But I, I think that's a fair point. All right, hold that thought. We're, I'm joined by Morgan Thomas. We'll continue this conversation on the other side. You want to get in, we'll entertain your calls, too. Waltip Tula Road Rage, quick break. Valentine's is approaching fast, so be ready for that special day. Rooster's Men's Grooming Center has everything that you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut or neck trim to a seven-step facial shave. This modern classic barber shop has everything you need to look your best. Call 864-884-8920 for your next appointment. Or use the new Roosters app to see more of the services they provide. Located on Pelham Road in Greenville. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P sports. The Southeastern Wildlife Exposition, SeaWee, returns to downtown Charleston February 16th through 18th with new and returning special events. Don't miss dock dogs and herding demos at Brittlebank Park, birds of prey flight demos at Marion Square, live animal shows by Jeff Corwin at the Gallier, the sporting showroom at the Charleston Marriott, and so much more. Tickets start at $35. Kids 10 and under are free. Don't miss SeaWee, the wildest time in Charleston. Get your tickets today. Visit SeaWee.com, S-E-W-E.com. It's a new year, but one thing remains the same. Elkmont is the Upstate's destination for the best in lifestyle clothing, shoes, unique gifts, outdoor gear, and so much more. Offering great footwear from on-running, vans, UFOs, Birkenstock, and more. 
incredible selection of jewelry featuring Kendra Scott and game day and lifestyle clothing from the most popular brands like Patagonia, Viore, Filson, Free Fly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, and more. Shop South Carolina's largest selection of on-running shoes and enjoy great discounts on select game day and winter apparel as our winter clearance sale begins. Find the latest arrivals and fashion trends from Elkmont's Facebook and Instagram pages or shop Elkmont online at elkmonttradingcompany.com. That's E-L-K-M-O-N-T tradingcompany.com. Elkmont is conveniently located in Powdersville off of 153 and in Clemson at 93 and Highway 123. And finally, go Tigers! Most folks in your neighborhood are realizing a garage floor coating is a must-have item. Our coatings are easy to clean, extremely durable, and they transform the entire space. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings. In the last 15 years, we've installed over a million square feet of residential coatings. Trust in our team of professionals when it comes to your garage floor. Go to irondrivegaragefloors.com to get a free quote and see our five-star Google reviews and gallery of finished jobs. That's irondrivegaragefloors.com. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Level up your evening commute with Road Rage. Walt Deptula brings the heat when it comes to talking all things sports. Bring in the heat. It just speaks for itself. You guys are the best, man. And that's real talk. Let's go! Check it out weekdays, 3 to 7 p.m. Only on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Welcome to the Road Rage. We are back. Ramona Locke, Morgan Thomas, and we will take your calls as well. So we'll get to your calls. I know there are people on hold. I'm coming to you. Um, you know, you know, funny. It's funny, Morgan. Um, you know, I knew this Bill O'Brien thing was coming. Uh, I had been told by an impeccable BC source uh, two days before his name was ever mentioned that, uh, that he was the guy. And, um, and that he had a non-football reason, too, for wanting to be the guy with his child uh, requiring a specialized medical treatment that was best available and most available in the greater BC area. There were, there were a lot of reasons for this to, uh, to happen. I think it's, it's, it's a good hire. It's created a lot of strangeness now because O'Brien, uh, who was at Alabama, uh, he recruits Saiyan to Ohio State. Saiyan comes to Ohio State, and then as soon as he gets there, O'Brien jumps to Boston College. That creates some strangeness. Uh, the other the other strangeness in this to me is now uh, apparently Chip Kelly is going to become the new offensive coordinator at Ohio State, which I think is a which I think is a good hire. I thought the O'Brien hire was a good hire. The strangeness though is that you know Ryan Day played for Kelly at UNH and he coached with him in um, in three different places, I believe, um, and so they have a long history and are very familiar with one another and a lot of what uh, Ryan Day believes in um, conceptually, offensively, from a philosophical standpoint, comes from Chip Kelly. The strangeness to me is doesn't Chip Kelly have to ask Ryan Day, dude, why didn't you offer me before you offered Bill O'Brien? 
know what I mean? I mean, it's it's odd. I mean, we they have all these incredible connections. Why was Chip Kelly the second choice? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, you know, it seems like um, kind of an interesting move to go from from head coach of UCLA <laughs> to especially if you're coordinator, especially if you're UCLA. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's they're like, probably pretty upset, about right? It. It's like, hey, like, what on earth are we? We don't matter at all. I mean, we're freaking UCLA. No, not anymore. You're not apparently. Well, compared to Ohio State, I could say, you know, football wise, yes. And I would, I would understand that there is a lot more pressure for Ryan Day, considering you know his his lack of success against their their rival there. So to me, this is. He's trying to pull out all the stops to try to get to where uh, get get those board members off his back. In my opinion, yeah. But again, you know, this is how nutty we are, Morgan. It was just two seasons ago, the end of the season. Ohio State was killing Georgia, whooping up on one of the alleged great teams of all time, about to go up uh, eighteen points and just dominating so much so that the Georgia play-by-play guy said on air. He basically that they surrender, that we can't do anything. They're naming their yards. We can't stop them at all. And they couldn't. Ryan Day was carving Kirby Smart to shreds when Marvin Harrison got hurt. And, you know, and 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 that's all that changed the history. Now luck's a big part of this, but that's all that changed the history of that situation. Otherwise, Ryan Day would already have a national championship and nobody would be talking this ridiculous noise. And oh, by the way, he was actually missing five offensive starters in that game. He was really missing the best receiver in the nation who was a conscientious objector who liked to sit out all year. Then he lost Harrison when he was about to go up 20 points. Um, And he was missing both starting running backs. Uh, Henderson was out and, and both starting backs. Mayan Williams was also out. So they were missing both starting running backs. They're down to their third string running back who was uh, just a kid. Uh, and, and, you know, and despite all that, they were kicking the living crap out of Georgia until that happened. So I, I just think the Ryan day stuff is nuts and it's more uh, a reflection on where we are as a sports society that you think that somehow people think that they can do better than Ryan Day at Ohio State because they can't. Well, and then some people are saying out there that this is the replacement eventually with Chip Kelly. Um, it's interesting, and I think is I think it kind of goes back to the complaint about college football in general. You now have a coach that is leaving a head coaching position. Uh, I assume taking less money to basically be in a more powerful team being on a more powerful team more powerful as far as uh backing you know and nil hey ramona look up look up chip Chip kelly's ucla salary let's find out if that's true because i'm I'm not sure i've not actually seen that uh written today anywhere so let's find out what he was uh what he was hauling in at uh, maybe he's on that brock purdy money out at uh, UCLA. <laughs> I mean, do you feel like that this could be a consolidation of coaches in order to align with teams that actually can compete in the NIL? Explain that. I mean, what, Five, what? You know, I mean, I, I don't nine, feel like UCLA seven, can handle million. it. Or, whoa, 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 wait. Kelly was making $5.97 million? Yeah. Yeah, he's not making that as uh, 
as coordinator. Uh, that tells you something in itself. Uh, among other things, though, you know, look, that world is changing, you know, Morgan. I mean, UCLA is now in the big friggin' 10. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, yep. and, and so that changes everything. And maybe Kelly felt that he wasn't going to be able to compete and he was going to be ousted uh, there in another year anyway. So maybe he's, well, that's what I mean by yeah. the consolidation of coaches. They they would rather they would rather basically take a a, a demotion, maybe uh, in in a sense to maybe. to to stay uh, in the in the league, but also to uh, get with the teams that are more competitive. Again, the whole thing is madness. UCLA should not be in the Big Ten. You know, it's just a, it's it's just ridiculous. It's just another element of the madness of college football that we have right now. Let's let a couple of these callers in who've been holding on here. Uh, Jason in Columbia and William in Travelers Rest. We'll get you guys right now. Jason, Jason, how are you, Jason? Good to have you. Damn, good, guys. Yeah, and on the Chip Kelly front, um, allegedly, I mean, he has been very vocal about not like, obviously not liking the direction of college football. Yeah. And behind the scenes, he apparently was very checked out on having to worry about NIL and stuff that the head coach now has to do. And apparently UCLA's NIL situation is just terrible, even though they're about to go in the Big Ten, which obviously he wasn't excited about that either with the, the ridiculous geography of it. Well, and if the um, NIL so that, situation that, is that terrible, it's only going to get worse uh, competing against Big Ten teams who don't face that burden, like Ohio yeah, State and, I mean, and look, Michigan his, and Oregon. like five yeah, his five-star freshman quarterback transferred out to go be Dylan Gabriel's backup right. in Oregon That's for right. a year. Yeah. Um, and obviously he put his hat in the ring for the commander's OC job and the Raiders. Uh, so he was looking to get out. But I still, I mean, and he was hoping for the Seahawks job too. Yeah. So, um, hey, well, I, I caught you on the tail end of last uh, the last segment here before commercial. Sound like you guys are talking about maybe uh, the Ravens refusing to run the ball. Yep. against the Chiefs. Yep. Um, see, to me, and I'm a Niners fan, and obviously you go into the Super Bowl and it's a little bit of a, oh, no, this must – it's kind of like the Knicks or the Pacers in the 90s having to play the Bulls with Michael Jordan. Anytime you got Pat Mahomes on the other side, it's like, geez. But I think Christian McCaffrey, I think the Niners running game is the absolute key in this game, okay? And I'll give you two, two stats here uh, I want to get your feedback on. The Niners are known for using that fullback, Kyle Juszczyk. Uh, They run more two-back sets than basically anyone in the NFL. The Chiefs all season long have been either 29th or 30th in the league in terms of yards per carry given up to run. They're they're 25th. Two-back sets. Well, just in general, they're they're, they're 25th in yards per carry allowed. They they allow 4.5 yards per carry. And that was the Ravens' biggest mistake. They they ran three times on first down in the game, and they did not attack that. And that's the only real weakness that that Chiefs defense has. And and that yeah. failure is why Baltimore isn't playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, I would expect, I would fully expect Shanahan, especially having witnessed that, to uh, to focus on running the football. I mean, it's, this isn't hard. I mean. You have the best running back in football, and the other team allows five yards a carry. Yeah, yeah. And, and and the ironic thing is, and has a dominant like fullback, father, as you say, and Yuschuk. Yeah, and, and 
Yeah, and you got a, the the most dominant left tackle in football. That's you right. run left a lot, and, and hell, you can you can run behind George Kittle on the other side. He's probably the best blocking tight end in the league. Um, and the ironic thing is, obviously, Mike Shanahan, Kyle. The other thing that the Chiefs, when you drill down on their running defense, they're susceptible in particular to two back sets and also zone runs, which is the core running game of the Niners system. Yeah. And so, like you said, I expect with CMC run him early and often, and you take the pressure off Brock Purdy that way too. Right. But my two keys for the Niners: give you can't Debo let Samuel you, you cannot let Purdy as well. See, I don't think you can let Purdy be your playmaker of decision. He's not your best offensive player. Right. And that's McCaffrey, no. and and the 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 one weakness of the other side. So I just think you feed McCaffrey, you try and and sustain the ball, you keep Mahomes off the field. That's what they did to to uh, to Baltimore. And again, you utilize the short passing game. You get the ball out quickly to Debo, safe short throws. Uh, let let him build some confidence, but I think I think you keep feeding McCaffrey. You know, McCaffrey can go be hurt next week. He, he, this game, he's got to carry it twenty five yeah. times. Yeah, and and look, well, it's not going to shock me if the Chiefs win. I, I don't have the best feeling. I'm going to go with a homer pick. I'm going to come out. I'm going to say the Niners in a close one, and I'm going to say Kyle after the debacle of the twenty eight three, and after. Really should have run the ball more against the Chiefs in the first matchup uh, with Jimmy G as your quarterback. I'm going to say he learns his lesson with CMC and they pound the rock and keep Mahomes on the sideline just enough to eke out a close one. I like it, Jason. I like it. Good job. Yep. Thank you, uh, Morgan. Uh, this is my belief on on this is the framework of the game to me. Uh, and William and Looper, I'm coming to you, but this is the framework of the game to me. The framework of the game is. One side has one of the great quarterbacks in NFL history, and the whole history of this game is that the great quarterbacks win this game, Uh, especially against guys that are more like just a guy. And I think that's still what Purdy is. He's a jag. He's just a guy. Uh, But he may be better than the previous jags the Niners have had a quarterback. From a San Francisco standpoint, I think the Niners have the best roster in football, and I think they've had the best roster in football for like five years. They have yet to convert on it because they haven't been good enough at the quarterback position. But I think that's the framework. It's one side has the clear best quarterback. The other side has the best roster. Can the best roster with a game manager at quarterback beat the better quarterback? That's the question. I, I I think the Niners are good enough to do that if if they properly attack Kansas City's weaknesses. And I to me, that means a lot of a lot of McCaffrey, a lot of use check, a lot of running the football physically as they can, and then a lot of short, quick throws to get the ball in Debo Samuels hands in space uh not to challenge these guys like Snead down the field with Purdy which I think is wait is an interception waiting to happen yeah I think that you know the success against uh zone runs like the caller said I think that's something that the Chiefs struggle against and and CMC when he rushes for over 75 yards they're 12 and 1 this season um he's the best running back in the in the league and, you know, why wouldn't you allow him to do that? He came out in the award show and showed his leadership. 
and uh, just just his rallying the troops then. And I really do feel like that he's going to have these guys amped up and ready to go. The biggest thing is, you know, the biggest fault against Shanahan is like the slow starts, but they were able to come from behind against Detroit and kind of shake that as well. So I, I do feel like there's a lot going for the 49ers. You know, the to, other thing to, is this. They, they've not – I don't think they've played their best. I mean, you know, if they have a best game, we certainly haven't seen it in the first two rounds. And, you know, and maybe this is when it's going to come. I mean, I, I still think – from a roster standpoint, this roster is talented enough to win this football game, even overcoming a better quarterback and going against most of the history of this entire game. All right, hold that thought. I'm joined by Morgan Thomas, my best friend, Morgan Thomas. Uh, William and Travers Rest and Looper will get to you on the other side as well. Walter Tula Road Rage, quick break, one hour to go, and then we make way for Clemson women's softball. I guess it's redundancy. We'll be back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. Share a box or two at your business meeting, at church, or with family and friends during a time of need. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kremes. Love is in the air, but don't let digestive discomfort put a damper on your Valentine's Day plans. At Gastroenterology Associates, we understand the importance of a happy and healthy gut. Treat yourself and your loved ones to the gift of well-being this Valentine's Day. Our expert team is here to provide personalized care, ensuring you can savor every moment. Say goodbye to digestive woes and hello to a love-filled, worry-free celebration. Gastroenterology Associates, because a healthy gut is a happy heart. Schedule a consultation at gastroassociates.com. You maintain your car, your health, you go to the dentist every six months for cleaning? Why aren't you doing the same for the HVAC unit that keeps your house and your family members happy? BCD Services has the perfect maintenance plan that keeps your HVAC system running cold in the summer and hot in the winter in the most efficient and cost-effective way. Sign up today to become a BCD Services Comfort Club member. Starting at about 15 bucks a month, the Comfort Club keeps your unit clean and helps avoid costly issues in the future. Learn more today at bcdservices.net. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and if this is your first time thinking about what you're getting your special someone, don't worry. Buff City Soap in Clemson and Greenville has got you covered. Whether it's a coworker, friend, teacher, significant other, or just someone that could use a thank you, treat them to delightfully scented plant-based soaps, bath bombs, wax melts, candles, laundry soap, body butter, beard oil, and much more. 
Visit Buff City Soap in Clemson in the Harbor Village Shopping Center and in Greenville at the shops at Green Ridge. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate. Our team has been serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now, but let's not forget about the super fresh margaritas, ice cold cerveza, and over 80 tequilas that are served up daily from behind our high energy bar, with happy hour on weekdays starting at 4 p.m. The owners, all local Upstate dudes, love hosting the Willie Taco Fiesta for our amazing guests. Don't wait. Your Willie Taco Familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky fresh fusion. It's the Willie way. Jim was at the laundromat when he heard his ear said maracas, senor, but his nose said, hey, freshest scent ever. Following his nose, Jim found a man pouring gained scent beads into the washer. The scent, the freshness. Jim blurted, sir, your scent maracas smell amazing. You could call them scent maracas, but most noses call them gained scent beads. Try gained scent beads, way fresher than detergent alone. Man, you won't believe the phone call I just got. This guy told me that the Roar is the best sports talk station in the upstate. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way, yeah, gotta go make it Walter Tula Road Race. You know, Bill O'Brien's been a bit of a, a gypsy, uh, a little bit of a vagabond. Johnny Cash, you know, I've been to uh, here, there, everywhere. Uh, but, you know, especially given uh, the health situation of his child, this feels like this could be a long-lasting fit at BC. Um, you know, I, I, I like this when I first heard it, and I think it, it, it really is a good fit. I, I could see Bill O'Brien coaching at BC for 10 years and then retiring, something of that sort. I, I think that's I think that's possible. I think BC finally has an answer. I, and I thought that Jeff Halfley needed to go, so uh, that's uh, that works out fine. Uh, now, it's going to be interesting to see Bill O'Brien with Castellanos, uh, a little bit of a different type of quarterback, but he also had that uh, at, uh, at Bama to an extent. All right, uh, I'm rejoined by my best friend Morgan Thomas. Morgan, let's uh, let's mix in a call or two here and get uh, William and uh, Looper. William, how are you, William? Good to have you. Very good, Walt. Thank um, you, William. I was just calling about the game. I wish both teams could lose. I don't really care if either one of them. <laughs> I'm sort of I'm uh, sort of with you, William. I I wish both teams could lose too. I just get tired of watching Patrick Mahomes cry at everything like he's playing basketball. His head looks like it's about to fall off to the side every time because he can't hold it up straight. And his legs look like they're six inches long because he pedals over the sidelines every time crying. Uh, that's so annoying. But in saying all that, the Texas are involved. The fighting Taylor Swift are going to win 27-24. After the game, the confetti's following. Kelsey's going to run over to the end zone. Move the padding around the goalpost, pull the ring out, ask Taylor Swift to marry him, and every teenage girl across America's head is going to pop off. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, I, and, and I am going <laughs> to die on the spot and never watch the Super Bowl again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and Roger Goodell is going to rave about the ratings because every girl from 12 to 25 is going to be tuned in for this, and the ratings are going to be through the roof because of it. Yeah, or at least 7 to 12. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. That, the thought of all that stuff that you just laid out, William, absolutely horrifies me about this uh, about this Super Bowl. So I'm hoping it could happen. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. I, 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 you almost expect it, you know. And if that happens, you know it's a black helicopter ending. You know, honestly, if that happens, it is all planned. You know, uh, what is that? What was that figure, Ramona, that I gave you the other day? That article I found that said uh, that Taylor Swift had made the NFL. Like three hundred and fifty million dollars. What was that figure? Do you remember? I think that? it was three thirty. Yeah, something but around the same thing. Yeah, something so, like that. I don't I know. I remember that. Um, oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. Uh, Taylor Swift has generated a whopping three hundred and thirty million for the NFL. So. Roger you, loves right, right. If you want to know why they show her eighty times a game, that that'd be why. Uh, I, if that happens and everything happens like that, I'll be done watching pro football just because it, there's no doubt that it's rigged if that happens. All hearing, that happens. But, uh, I am hearing more of that, Ramona, than I've ever heard before about the NFL, suggesting that it's rigged and, and – uh, uh, you, you know, I, I'll tell you, William, you're not alone in that regard. You need to go read uh, Brian Tui's books because he thinks the whole thing is rigged. Uh, I got another question. Y'all were talking about NIL and coaches yeah. moving around and all that stuff. What do you think if they do actually, uh, players actually become uh, employees yeah. of the schools that they're there for contract? Are they eligible for retirement benefits? What keeps them from coming back at 25, 28, 30 years oh, old yeah. and they want to keep playing? I mean, like, really, what? Yeah. How would you prevent that? Kind of, I just don't see how you can stop that if that's what it's going to turn into. Yeah, well, that would be the next horizon, and uh, you know, I know Clay Travis suggested that some time back that that uh, that you're going to have uh, players who want to make a career of college, and I've pointed out a number of times myself that a lot of these college players uh, have it rich compared to some of these NFL guys. I mean, you know, Nico Alamalieva is making like ten million dollars at Tennessee. Brock Purdy's making nine hundred fifty thousand dollars quarterback in the Super Bowl, and and the thing is. These guys who elect to stay in college, uh, like Armando Baycott in basketball at North Carolina, you know, Armando Baycott knows he's a borderline pro. He's probably a early second-round draft pick, maybe late round one, but a borderline pro who probably is not going to have an NBA career. And if it does, if, if he does, it might just be two or three years. You know, so he runs a great risk when he finally jumps off and goes to the pros that you know he might be selling insurance in two years. Whereas he stays in college, he just keeps getting paid and keeps banking money with zero risk at all, and he's big man on campus. So when do they go on strike? And then what about the report out there that Beck's driving around a Lamborghini? Is that true? Yeah, yeah. The yellow yeah, Lamborghini? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's funny because people sent me that the other day, and I forgot about it, Ramona. But allegedly, uh, Carson Beck, the quarterback for Georgia, signed some other uh, million-dollar NIL deal. And allegedly, he promptly went out and bought a $275,000 Lamborghini. See, and this this is why you can't have this. Like this is what happens when irresponsible people get their hand on hands on money. That's why the NFL has a rookie symposium. And that's for players that are, you know, 21 and beyond. They have a rookie symposium to teach them about the dangers and the threats and the responsibility that comes with fame and how to manage your money and those type of things. 
you know, they get Matt, because I don't think every school, I think, you know, I'm a Clemson Homer with that, but yeah. I feel like they do a pretty good job of, job of the Paul journey helping for those kids, but is every school actually showing these kids, hey, y'all aren't going to make this money forever. Y'all keep trying to spend it no. like you're going to make it forever. No, no, no. You, windows, you got right. to think about what you're going to do with it. Well, right, and this is all no. This is all new ground. So no, there are there are not programs in place nationally to teach eighteen uh, year olds how to handle uh, millions of dollars. You know, no, and and so no, that's that's a that's a dilemma, hundred percent. Hey, William, that's a good job. Good talking to you. Thank you. Um, you know, look, I I think when uh, you know Morgan, my favorite story though about the NFL rookie symposium is Chris Carter. The uh, the all time great NFL receiver. He was one of the guys that they initially uh, chose to uh, speak to uh, rookies at the NFL rookie symposium. And do you know what his message to the uh, young NFL players was, Morgan? No, what's that? His his message was to make sure you have a fall guy. This uh, this, this is God's honest truth. To make sure you have a fall guy that when you get arrested, you can pay him five or ten grand. And he takes the fall for you. Oh, like I am for you. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you mean, know, you know, it's a, uh, it's not a, it's not a job that's glorious, but it, you know, it's worth. It. <laughs> By the way, they don't invite Chris Carter back any longer. He's, he's, <laughs> he's once that once that story broke, Chris Carter's days uh, speaking to the uh, rookie symposium were uh, were over, as you might as you might imagine. <laughs> imagine a guy. maybe he got tired of doing it so he said something crazy like that well i mean that was early on but i mean that's that's what i mean i i mean what type of adult are you that you would tell that to a 21 year old kid coming into the nfl seriously what type what kind of absolute friggin moron are you that you would do obviously that. Obviously one that needs a fall guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> obviously that's from personal experience. Uh, now, so I guess some might say it's a practical answer, but uh, but I, I don't I don't know about that. Um, you want in, uh, you can get in and join our, our, our conversation. Uh, and we have, we have miles to go here too. Let me get uh, Looper in here. And uh, I see Angry Lawyer there too. We'll get to, we'll get to all of you. Uh, we are primarily talking about the Super Bowl and projected elements of the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, the other thing, Morgan, here is that that's interesting is that the 49ers are basically a, a primarily, uh, almost completely, a zone coverage team. And they're fourth in the NFL in uh, defending the tight end. But uh, Baltimore was primarily a zone coverage team, and Kelsey carved them up because he's a zone killer. He knows where to sit down. And Mahomes knows where to find him. If you do not take that security blanket of Kelsey away from Mahomes, you cannot beat Kansas City. And so uh, part of that is you have to disrupt the timing. And so you've got to contact Kelsey at the line of scrimmage. That's how you disrupt the timing. If if the Niners if the Niners watch that Baltimore game, especially that first half, and learn nothing from it, I would be surprised. So if if Kelsey gets carte blanche to operate against zone coverage all game, then he'll have uh, 12 catches, and uh, and Kansas City will wind up winning the game. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, again, I'm joined by Morgan Thomas, my best friend Morgan Thomas. Looper and Easy. Looper, how are you, Looper? Good to have you. Ah, not in Easy. We're in Anderson. Just got out of Texas Roadhouse. Nice, big... <laughs> 
bone in ribeye. Oh, there you go. Some of this crap going on about the NFL. Yeah. Uh, we gonna call it the Brian Epstein Bowl. You know, he no longer living, but they can uh, call this Pride Week down there in the NFL where Cadell, the Cadell man. I mean, uh, what is this? I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, and it, I mean, it's unbelievable. Pride Week or Pride NFL, I reckon they're going to have a bunch of people out there, men being having women's sports, and they'd be men playing, I reckon. But uh, uh, I'll comment about the, yeah, the NIL, you know, uh, What's the what's the percentage of talk people about going it? Because like like uh, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it go because I I don't really understand anything that we just did. But go ahead. The the, the Pride Week, you know, you know, uh, Pride, you know, the transgenders. Anyway, that's what is going on this week in the NFL. But what I'm talking about, what's the percentage of people out of college make it to NFL? What two percent? Yeah, something like that. Last even. And so you got 98% of them riding around in uh, 98% of them that can't go nowhere but going to ride around in a condo and a Lamborghini. Yeah. I mean, I just want to hear, I mean, something's going to have to be done with this NIL. I don't know. What was that with uh, Dabo and Beamer went down to Columbia? They was, uh, I couldn't ever figure out what that was about. Uh, it was about the the situation that uh, college football is confronted with now, in, including NIL and those type of things. Uh, I, well, well, okay. Well, we don't know who's going to win. We're going to put down zero zero because uh, the other guy talking about something in the goalpost, and we'll just take it out there. Uh Looper. I I have no idea what that first part of that was. I don't know. I, I have no idea what any of that was. So excuse us for that. I, you know, I did not see that coming, and don't know what any of that was about. I, 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 none of it. <laughs> I think Looper's somebody's fall guy. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. You know, normally I understand a good part of what Looper is saying, but I did not. I did not get any of that first part of that. So, uh, back to the phones. Let me squeeze uh, Angry Lawyer in here. Angry Lawyer, what's going on, Angry Lawyer? Mo, how you doing? How you doing, Angry Lawyer? You yeah, should be really angry because your lion should be in the game. Uh, yeah, there's holes in the door right here after that game. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, you're right. Um, first, I got a bone to pick with you. You're uh, you're uh, beating up a PayPal because I own a lot of PayPal stock. The next day, it went down 11. <laughs> percent So, yeah. it might have a lot to do with you. It might have a lot to do with the forward earnings, but it went down. Well, so, y'all deserved yeah. it. I can tell you that much. You yeah. deserved it. Locked out of my own well, PayPal account for 30 minutes uh, and then uh, get, and provide uh, 50 pieces of evidence as to as to it's my account, and I'm still having to deal with it. <laughs> well, I hate that for you. Um, yeah. I used to teach English as a second language. Maybe Looper could... Uh, enroll in one of my classes because i don't know what that was yeah well uh, it seems like everybody on the uh, text line thinks that uh, looper may have been engaged in some uh some uh, alcoholic beverages at the uh, at the uh, roadhouse or around the roadhouse or that liquor store in anderson that advertises yeah. that you talk about absolutely yeah. John from Liberty says, "Sounds like Looper washed that uh, T-bone down, uh, that ribeye down with a gallon of bourbon." It, it did seem there was a little of that. It did. <laughs> um, uh, 
the third, third thing is Carolina men and women's basketball is really surprising me. I'm wrong on Lamont Paris. I just love the way that team plays. It's a bunch of spare parts that he assembled into a nice machine. Oh, uh, look, he's, uh, he's, done, yeah, he's done an unbelievable job, and it's a 100% attorney team, and I expect uh, South Carolina to make a run in the attorney, too. Uh, hold on, Angry Lawyer. I started you late. Quick break. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, See for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here letting you know if you want to stay on time during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. Valentine's Day is upon us, and you know, your team at Reed's Jewelers will make sure you find what you want for your loved one. From diamonds for her to watches for him, Reed's Jewelers, upstairs in Haywood Mall, next to Belk, endorsed by Roar listeners like Zeke. I'm calling in for one of your sponsors, man. Wally over there at Reed's Jewelers. Go check him out. They'll get you what you need. If not, he'll find it, and he will definitely take care of you. Zeke loves Reed's Jewelers. You will as well. Reed's Jewelers, Haywood Mall, next to Belk, online at reeds.com. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Hi, everybody. I'm Don Munson. Up next is your daily update on what's happening with Clemson Athletics. But first, this from Founders Federal Credit Union. Attention all basketball fans. Are you ready to experience MVP treatment in banking? Look no further than Founders Federal Credit Union, where personalized service is the winning play. Don't settle for being just another number. Join Founders and receive